Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we continue our series on relationship pairings with the Enneagram Type 1 and Type 7. I have to give you a little warning that I do have a cold. I am going to sound a little off today, and I apologize in advance, but tis the plight of podcasting five days a week. That's just how it's going to go sometimes. But I'm excited to get into 1 and 7. Uh, because I think this is a really interesting pairing. So just if you're new to the relationship pairing episodes, I like to answer these in three parts, conflict styles and triggers. Then we talk about things you may be unconsciously doing and then how you can let yourselves be influenced by one another. So let's start today with conflict styles. For type one, they have a competency response to conflict meaning they approach conflict through being rational, logical, putting their emotions aside. Things that may trigger them into a conflict are being criticized, others lack of follow-through, a non-collaborative change to a plan, and another's lack of timeliness. Another thing that can come up for ones in partnership is watching their partner not live into their values. Now, When this arises, the one might cut themselves off from feeling to solve the problems logically. They may repress their feelings to get things right. They may emphasize being correct or sensible, and they may focus on doing what is right. Now, type ones in conflict can ask themselves, how is not feeling perfect enough making me angry at myself and therefore overflowing on to my partner? Now, type seven has a positive outlook to conflict. They may be quick to deny problems, stress, or the conflict in general. They may reframe the negative into a positive. Now, things that may trigger conflict with the seven are being confined or restricted, expecting them to do boring tasks, dismissing or not taking them seriously, and unjust criticism. Now, sevens can ask themselves in conflict, what discomfort am I trying to avoid by escaping my commitments? They may emphasize positive experiences. They may focus on enjoyment and excitement, which can look like escapism. And they may avoid internal pain, and meaning they may avoid those conversations. They may avoid going deep. They may avoid the partner if, if they feel like, okay, every time we talk, it's going to be hard. And they tend to emphasize their own needs. 
Now, keep in mind here that seven and one share a line that you may experience one another's approaches to conflict. You may overlap there. When you share a line with your partner of stress or rest and you're in conflict, obviously these things may shift and change depending on you know, where you're at. So a seven in stress can look like a one. A one when they feel safe can look like a seven. So these things can intermingle a bit. But in general, type ones, be careful of communicating in a judgmental way. Make sure you're being as non-judgmental as possible when talking to your seven. Type seven, though, be willing to have the hard conversations. These conversations are important. They're worth sticking with, even if they feel like they're bringing you down. Now, point two here, things to be cautious of unknowingly doing. Well, I want to set this up by saying this is actually a really surprisingly nice pairing. If both types are doing their work, sevens and ones can both be playful and light. Sevens help ones to release perfectionism. And ones help sevens by attending to a lot of the life's details. And this is really cool. I mean, I think it can be a really fun pairing. But a few things to keep in mind here. Type ones, be conscious of how much you're taking on. Um, Because sevens really don't like to do the boring things and you kind of autopilot toward those things, just check in with yourself. Make sure you're not taking more of that on than you can and communicate and make sure you're not growing resentful of doing those things. Two, be mindful of your judgment. Your seven is going to move away, pull away from judgment, especially if you're judging their tendency toward indulgence. Sevens tend to want to lavish in the finer things in life and ones tend to resist the part of them that desires that and can feel even threatened by that or unsafe around that. So just check in with that because it's also part of what made you fall in love with the seven. And obviously there's a balance there (laughs) that's necessary. But if you can communicate from a place of non-judgment, it's going to go much, much further. Third, the tone of the house is going to greatly impact a seven. Sevens Fear being trapped in emotional pain. So if a house feels like a downer, if every time they come home, they're met with criticism or contempt, or they feel like every conversation has got to go somewhere dark, it's going to make it really hard for them to have those conversations in actuality, like really segment those out, give them a time limit if you can. And have these conversations, but don't have these conversations all day, every day. Sevens will avoid environments that make them feel bummed out, quite frankly. Now, their growth work is being able to sit with that. But if you want to work with your partner, not against your partner, you can work toward offering, you know, trying to keep a space happy and light as much as you can. And I think one way to do that is to check in with if you're able to laugh at yourself, you know, laugh at the situation. Sevens can really sit with some difficult conversations if you're able to kind of hold it with a light hand. So if you're having some, you know, if your seven's kind of doing something that grates on your nerves, 
can you laugh about it together? Can you find a way to make this like a playful thing? That can be a really fun way to engage with having those hard conversations with the seven in your life. Now type sevens, be mindful of letting the one take on all the hard stuff. I understand it's tempting, like boring stuff is boring. And so if you have someone who's just kind of willing to take it on, it can be really tempting to just let that happen. But pay attention, make sure that you are willing to take it on. And if you're really wanting to meet your one halfway, pay attention to how they do things, not just what they're doing. So when you take on a task, when you offer to do something for them, don't do it the way you would do it. Do it the way they would do it. And that's going to mean 10 times more. Of course, our ones are going to work on releasing the very specific expectations that they have of how things should be done. But it's a real act of love to show the one that you're paying attention to how they like things done and you can do it that way. They also might not feel the relief of all of your quote unquote help if you're doing it in a way that doesn't feel sufficient to them. It might be hard for them to to relax or to let that go, which contributes to a stressful living environment, which is obviously not something that you want. The other thing here for sevens is be mindful of when you feel triggered, criticizing in a harsh or vulgar way even, that's going to be really unsettling for the the one in your life. It's going to be kind of off-putting and, and distancing. Be mindful of thoughtfully speaking, uh, even in conflict. Be careful not to avoid the work needed for a relationship to thrive. Uh, relationships take work. You are part of the equation. Participate in the treasury of healing your trauma, of looking at the emotional pain that you're carrying, of, you know, what you bring to the relationship, what you don't bring to the relationship, and healing those things. Um, finally, be mindful of being financially collaborative. Sit with those hard conversations too. Be willing to navigate those things together, create a budget. And that budget can prioritize the things that are fun and exciting that matter to you, but choose long-term satisfaction over short-term bliss. And that's going to feel much safer for the one in your life who tends to be a lot more focused on being conscientious and responsible with their finances. Now, finally, part three is influence each other. How can you let each other impact you for the better? So type one's. Your seven can help you to laugh at your mistakes, to not take yourself too seriously, to allow for a little bit of imperfection in a really healthy way. They can also help you with bringing out the spontaneous and lighthearted side of you. Ones are very spontaneous and lighthearted and fun, but they can often put that to the side for the sake of things that have to get done. Let the seven distract you a little bit. Let them carry you out of that for for, for some play. Let them also let encourage you to be a little rough around the edges. You know, get the things out there. Don't put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect all the time. Don't slow your progress down because you're afraid of putting something out that's not quite perfect. Let yourself take the steps in the directions of what you want, even if it's a little bit scary or risky. Now, type sevens, your ones can encourage you in a lot of really supportive patterns and routines. 
um, helping you with some discipline and structure that are going to be really supportive to you in the long run. They can also help you with pleasure and maintaining high standards. Ones get a lot of great pleasure out of doing things really well. And finding that as an act of joy is really motivating for the seven personality. And they can help you with follow through and commitment. Uh, Ones are very reliable, consistent, predictable in a positive way. And sevens, we got to learn that. (laughs) That's something that is really important for us to learn. And ones can help us in that journey. Now, at the end of the day, one and seven can be a really complimentary pairing, bringing out the best in one another, if you allow yourselves to be complimented in that way. Otherwise, you could find yourselves driving each other apart or away from each other with the seven seeking escape as the one becomes more and more critical to be conscious of that and work to bring it back together. All right, friends, thank you so much for being here. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. I'll see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.